What's up, Stokers? Before we begin this podcast, I want to let you know that we have a new Patreon up and you're going to get new episodes each week with me and JT, bringing it back to the old school style. It's super fun, super legit. Check it out at patreon.com slash Chad Goes Deep. We also have tour dates coming up. We're going to be at the San Jose Improv this weekend, Sunday, March 13th. Uh, So Bay Area, come out. We're also going to be in the San Francisco Marina at the bus stop on Monday, March 14th. Come check us out. For all tour dates, go to chadgoesdeep.com. We're going to be in Texas, Washington, D.C., uh, Michigan, and more dates to come. So check them out and come see us. We're going to be at the Irvine Improv soon in April. So get your tickets. Come check us out. We are also brought to you by the legends at Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trends pee, for looking after our hogs, for making sure their dinks are looking fresh and clean because March Madness is here. Not everyone can have a perfect bracket, but you can have the perfect set of balls this tournament season with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in Below the Waist Grooming have just launched their ultra-premium collection to give you the total championship hygiene routine after sweating out the games make sure you lather up head to toe with this all-in-one skin and hair care kit to have your body and balls smelling final four fresh join the four million men worldwide who trust manscape with our exclusive offer go to manscape.com use code go deep for 20 percent off plus free shipping this is a cinderella story you do not want to miss Serve up the paint. Right. I'm JT. You're JT. You're I'm Chad. Chad. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, serve up the pancakes and slap my ass. What's up, Stokers of Stoke Nation? This is Chad Kroger coming in with the Going Deep with Chad JT podcast. I'm here with my compadre, Jean Thomas. What up? Boom clap, Stokers. And we're here with our guest, rapper, and one of the stars of Hulu's, or FX is Dave. Gata, welcome to the podcast. Oh yeah, what's up? Thanks for having me, yo. Dude, pumped to have you. JTZ, what it do? I'm just chilling, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed to be out here. Yeah. What's up, Chad? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Vibing out. Yeah. That's nice. Can we get that mic a little closer to you? Oh yeah. That's perfect. Right there. So you just got some pizza, chilling. What do you have going on for the rest of the day? After oh, this. man, to be honest with you, I'm just wiggling, man. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the day. I just had some pizza, but uh, had a few plays up, come up here, chop it up with y'all, vibe out. But other than that, I'm just trying to enjoy the uh, the day, man. I ain't got too much up. I'm just wiggling, man. Nice. Yeah. You brought your buddy? Yeah, yeah. Small OG pot in the stretch, man. Grew up in my neighborhood, knowing yeah. him for a long time, man. Always riding with him. Nice. Did you guys grow up together? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Practically, he kind of like low key raised me, you know, some grow up type shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ain't grow up with him, you know. I was kind of like raised by him on some real, oh nice type of shit, you know what I'm saying? That's nice, lifelong friendship. Hell yeah, always holding it down. Are uh, most of the people you kick it with like your friends from growing up, or is it a, it's a mixed bag? Uh yeah, I got a mixed bag, you know, because like I'm on both sides of the fence. Like I got people that I hang out that uh, I grew up with that keep me grounded and stuff. But when I'm on this type of shit, you know what I'm saying, on my industry, making moves, doing business, I got that circle too, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I like to keep 
some people separate from this type of situation and some people separate from that type of situation because, you know, that's just how it is. I got a lot of circles of friends, circle of uh, friends and shit like that, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's crucial, right? They have people that you can like step out of certain psychology with and kind of see it from a distance. Oh yeah, 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 I, I like that, man, because that shit keep me grounded, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep me humble too, you know what I'm saying? Because it'd be a lot of shit going on. People like to, uh, you know, be uh, like, caught up in a lot of the wrong things and I got people around me to just make sure that I always got a good head on my shoulder so that's mm-hmm. what I like about this shit like I like the fact that I get to be in the industry and I get the best of both worlds you know because a lot of people just go full industry and they just just forget it you know, yeah. and, right. you know so I like to tap back in and be grounded were you always aware of keeping that balance before Dave came out or when, when Dave came out was it sort of like a boost in your profile and you sort of had to yeah, I kind of was, um, I, honestly, I was kind of like trying to set myself up for this, but as I was earlier chasing my career, you know, I was probably like, you know, not making the right moves and doing certain things or handling relationships the proper way. So, you know, as you grow, you lose a lot of people in your life. You lose a lot of friends and relationships go astray and stuff like that. But for the most part, I was always trying to keep solid day ones around me and always make sure that I'm able to tap in with them no matter how far I go up on the totem pole and no matter for how far I go up in my career. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's one of my favorite things about me is that I really can, you know, call people from day one still, you know what I'm saying? Be like, yo, what's up, bro? Let's go kick it. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. You know, a lot of yeah. people ain't got that, you know. Yeah. So I, I like that, man. What does kicking it entail? Well, kicking it, man, to me is just basically, you know, doing it whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? However you want to do it, you know, the best way that you can. You know, money or no money, we kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Before uh, anything, you know, you got to link up with your partners and, you know, put a plan together. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes kicking it just be, hey, we riding around. We going to go check out some, you know, yada, yada, yada. We having a great time. We might sit down at a restaurant. We might do whatever. But we kicking it. Like, honestly, right now, we kicking it right now. Oh, we are? Yeah, yeah we for sure kicking it right now. <laughs> we kicking yeah. it. Big well, kicking it. What's your ratio from kicking it with, like, with your buddies versus just, do you like to, like, be alone sometimes? Oh, yeah, definitely. You got to have your uh, alone time. Every, uh, like, person or human being need their space to where they could just sit and self-reflect, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and think about what they want to do in life or think about, you know what I'm saying, like, how their day was and do daily recaps and what they want to do to be better. But I need my alone time, you know, especially dealing with uh, heavy anxiety and, you know, my lifestyle, obviously. Mm-hmm. I can't always, you know, have people around me 24-7, you know, so I definitely need my space so I can just tap out, you know, and just get better. So, yeah, everybody needs their uh, solo dolo time. What did you think your anxiety was when you were, like, a kid? Uh, my anxiety as a kid was just basically just like, yo, I want to do this, I want to do that, let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. And, like, that was just more so on some just being a kid, having fun. Just, just having get, energy. Yeah, just having energy, you know. But I never knew that that's what it was called. You know, I was just being a kid, you know, mm-hmm. just like every other kid. But as you get older and you start to see that you still hyper, you know what I'm saying? That shit, that shit be waking people out sometimes, you know. Like, you know, like a lot of people can't um, understand people's energy and the way they move and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people tell me that I move so fast that it's ridiculous. Like, even down to the way I walk, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just always moving fast. You're alive. Yeah. yeah. Alive and well. But that translates well for what you do, too. Like, especially if you're going to be, like, being a hype man, having that anxiety, you can probably channel that into that. 
and just give more energy to the crowd, give more energy to whoever you're performing with? Like, did that feel like a good outlet for? Yeah, definitely. Especially like earlier in my career, you know, like doing the hype man stuff, I was just um, helping my boys and stuff like pursue their dreams. And, you know, when you're a hype man and you locked in with your boy or the artist that you're working with, and hopefully it's your boy, your real friend or whatever the case may be, um, like you want to be hype about his career just as much as you hype about yours, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that you can't fake. You want to be genuine about it. So I love hyping up people naturally, you know, so that's a good way for me to channel my energy. And honestly, for myself, it helped me grow myself for being hyped for when I perform. Like on March 31st, I got a show in Venice, you know what I'm saying? Everybody can go get tickets right now. Um, ticketsweb.com. I'm performing March 31st. Yeah. Where are you performing? Yeah. Um, it's at this spot called Venice West. Oh, sick. And I got a bunch of crazy uh, dates coming up, too. It's just crazy how the hype man hyped me up to have my own concerts and stuff now. Like, I'm doing all of Palooza coming up. Oh, let's go. So What Music Festival in Texas and Arlington. I got my own set. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, everybody out there, this is a message watching, yo. If you're in the music industry and you hyping your boy up and you a hype man and you turned up for your squad and your gang and all that just hype yourself up into a better position like Gator so where you could be having shows and concerts and stuff like that too you know what I mean so yeah so, so you like being a hype man taught you how to be a hype man for yourself yeah I'm a rapper bro I got songs no, I know, right yeah, now I know. yeah like it taught me how to hype myself up you know it taught me like how to work the stage taught me how to control the crowd like everything that I ever learned from Tiger learned from Dickie just by being a hype man it helped me do what I do, you know what I'm saying, at the highest level, because ain't nobody gonna love your music like you love your music. So I love um, working on my music. I love working on Dickie music. So I'm hyping that shit the fuck up. Yeah, it all reinforces each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like I said, it goes back to what I said. You gotta believe in your partner dream. You gotta believe in the music. You gotta believe in the vision in order for you to be hyping that shit up to the maximum ability. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your pre-show ritual? My pre-show ritual, to be honest with you, is going to sleep. Like, yeah. I like to do the sound check, and then I like to uh, smoke, and then I like to go to sleep, and then wake up, and then go do the show. Like, mm -hmm. I like doing that. I don't like to do too much unless I got to go get, like, some glasses or outfit or something to eat or if we got something to do, you know. But my pre-show ritual is I like to get rested because I'm about to be hype as fuck. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to save your chi. Yeah, you got to save that energy, man. That should be crazy. It's a... Uh... Yeah, I mean, even... We do stand up, and I haven't been nutting before <laughs> shows lately. Oh yeah, you want to save yourself, man? Yeah, because I, I feel like I do better when I got that restless energy in me. I'm like, okay, this is something I can channel. Yeah, you, but I feel you. That's that's the young stuff. Those days where you know you used to get topped off before a game or something like that. Before you go do something major, you might want to go have some crazy. Uh, Sexual activities with a baddie, but you said you ain't been nothing before stand up, huh? Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. You've been holding all your energy in. I've been holding it, uh, practicing your uh, masculinity like uh, Kevin Gates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he do your, that? Your sacred masculinity. Yeah, that boy, wow. <laughs> he said some crazy <laughs> shit I seen on YouTube the other day. I'm like, this dude's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate all that stuff, but I'm like, yeah, I even feel a little self conscious. Uh, Connecting it to masculinity, but it is where it comes from, I suppose. I, I think yeah, it brings control, clarity. You holding it in, you controlling yourself at the highest level. You like, man, you know, I'm I'm, I'm controlling it, you know. Yeah, I guess I just feel good Don't about myself wild. for being disciplined. Yeah. Don't be wild. I think it brings clarity. I did 30 days once. That's good, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then I, and I when I engaged in sexual activities after that, I came right away. 
<laughs> like, that all happened. Within like 10 seconds, I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, I haven't nutted in a month. I'm sure she was super flattered by that, though. I think she was. I think she... I think she was on board with it. <laughs> He's on board with it. So, <laughs> does the does the when you say you smoke is it weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does I, that, vape, I vape too. Like I got a flume, you know, like the little. I rock the high bar. Yeah. Which flavor? Are you I like um, peach gelato. Right. I'm yeah. a lush ice guy. Yeah, lush ice is cool. Yeah, I like that peach gelato though, and I like that power bowl. The power bowl, cool. Yeah. Shout out flume, man. Send me some vapes. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that'd be though. a good sponsor. I really yeah. need to quit, though, to be honest with you. I've sure, quit, man. like, Me five too. times. Yeah, man. It's so hard because it's everywhere, like, it's and it's so accessible. Yeah, and like, it's, like, a comfortable smoke, too, because you remember yeah. how you used to smoke a cigarette? You got to go outside. Yeah. It'd be cold. You got to put a jacket on when you go smoke your cigarette. Yeah. Now when you vape, it's like, shit, I'm inside. <laughs> yeah, and you can do it in bed. Like, I, like whenever I'd go for, like, months without doing it, and then I'd just be like, oh, I got to treat myself and watch a movie and just vape. Yeah, and then you just yeah. fall back in the trap. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's the lesser of a lot of evils, too. True. Yeah. Like, it's not good for you, but, like, it's not as... Man, it helped me deal with my stress and my anxiety. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That's good. Do you do, like, a, do you meditate? Yeah, I do meditate, man. Shout out my boy Max, District Vision. Uh, just did a collab with him. He's a meditator, like a professional, like, um, guy who practices a meditation lifestyle. He really got me tapped into that. And then my life coach, too, um, Taylor Gibbler. He helped me do um, a bunch of medicine. I mean, uh, meditation practices. It was pretty cool, man. I meditate a lot. I be zoned out, chilling. That's dope. You have a team like that. Yeah, man. You see what the industry do, man. Got me a life coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think you'd have a life coach? Hell no. And I got a. Um, like I said, I got like therapists. I got the whole shebang, man. It's yeah. tough, dude. I had a life coach for a little bit and then one day he wore a fedora I didn't like into our meeting and I was like, it's over, bro. Yeah, yeah man. See? He was just bullshit. What, when, uh, when that episode of Dave came out the, from the first season about... He said he had a fedora on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all crazy, man. It was a really ugly fedora. Man, like his hat swag? No, he was like, I was asking about can he get past shame? And he was like, you can definitely get past shame. But he was wearing that fedora, and I was like, he doesn't understand. No, dude. He doesn't know. Was it like a small fedora, or was it like kind of like... It was the color was brown. Mm-hmm. Not a cool brown. He yeah. didn't look like Dick Tracy? No. <laughs> Dick Tracy used to have the coldest hats in that uh, movie, man. Warren Beatty? Mm-hmm. And Madonna. Hmm. Madonna, yeah. What, when that, so when that episode of Dave came out, sort of highlighting you know, mental health issues and stuff, were, were you nervous about it? Like, when they were writing it, were you nervous about them sort of putting that onto the world? Or yeah, you... hell yeah, I ain't gonna lie. First, yeah. I was nervous, because at first, I, you know, Dickie came to me, he's like, y'all wanna share your story? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, for real? Like, you sure you wanna do that, man? I'm trying to be like this, I'm trying to be like that, you know? Like, I'm the really? cool guy. Yeah. And then, you know, he really encouraged me, like, man, you gonna change people's lives, you know? So that really inspired me, you know, to be able to just do that. But I was definitely nervous about the feedback because I didn't know what people was going to think. Right. And uh, it was powerful, man. It was touching. You know, people still be coming up to me to this day, you know. Yeah. Your acting was beautiful. Oh, man. I appreciate that, too, man, because I ain't never had no acting classes in my life, man. It was incredibly moving. I appreciate that, yeah. man, for real. And, and did you, just went in, you just went to the shoot just sort of no acting classes, no coaching or anything? Yeah, just kinda... no coaching, no yeah. none of that. But, you know, now I got uh, people that help me read and stuff like that when I'm uh, trying out for uh, the roles and stuff like that, doing self-tapes. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ryan Garcia. Yeah, 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 man. Make sure y'all tap in. It's my guy right here. Ryan Garcia. If you are an upcoming actor, if you're an actor, period, and you want to, you know, 
bring some more life into your scripts, man. Tapping on my guy Ryan Garcia. See, look, I just gave up the gave up a bar for the world right now. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. yeah, man. He just sounds like a good guy. Yeah, he, I'll he, check him he, out. He's been doing this thing for a long time, man. You know, giving up sauce for y'all. Yeah. What sauce? Man, just free game, free gems, plugs. I like the sound of it. Plugs. Um. What uh? What got you into uh wanting to be a musician? Like, was there a specific artist, or was there like a moment? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. The brat, the brat made me want to rap. Oh, really? Yeah, cause when, like think about it. I was a kid, you know. I always thought about like, yo, rap is cool. This shit dope. Look at Snoop. Look at Cube. Look at Ice T. Look at all these dope rappers. Look at Pac. Look at Big. But a nigga like me, when I seen the brat do it. I was like, oh, hell no. If she could do it, I could do it for sure, for sure. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like, damn, bitch, she looks so cool, too. Like, yeah. she was swagged out. So I already knew that I liked the rap game. I liked the industry and all that. And then I knew, like, at a young age, I was always listening to music. And I was one of them kids that was rapping on the party line. Remember, yeah. y'all ever knew what the party line was? No. Mm -hmm. Well, the party line was like a number you call and just a bunch of people on the phone just talking shit. Mm. You know? And I was just on there. And we was just be on there talking, rapping, doing all type of crazy stuff. Then the transition to me being at school, middle school, rapping, you know, writing little raps. And then I went to Crenshaw, Westchester. And I went to high school. And I was just um, rapping at school, like at the uh, the pep rallies and stuff. I used to battle people at Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. Oh, in front of everybody? Yeah. Like, but we used to do it on the um, on the quad. And then we used to do it like in the back of the gym. Like, I got some legendary battles. Probably people remember it from my high school, though. Would you know who you were battling earlier in the day, or would you just, in the moment, just... Nah, get... it was all in the moment. It's like, oh, you rap, I rap. Oh, man, let's get out right now. Mm -hmm. like, that type of stuff. And, and then, so you were just off the dome finding things to kind of pick yeah, at them yeah, on? Yeah, hell yeah. And then, you know, I was just always just being inspired. Like, I used to always like East Coast rap the most, you know? Like, I love West Coast rap, like, especially earlier. But as I got older, like, through high school, I, I transitioned over to, like, a lot of East Coast started listening to a bunch of different music, you know, like. What and what was the first like your first sort of legit show that you did as a rapper? <sighs> okay, my first legit show as a rapper probably would be like when I did my own set at the Roxy a long time ago, like mm -hmm. uh, when I opened up after uh, Tiger. And it was oh, like Schoolboy Q came out and stuff like that. On Sunset? Yeah, Sunset. That was a long time ago. Like, Tiger had a show, you know? And then it was just us, though. And it felt like our set, like GD. Like, everybody was there to see us. Like, it was yeah. it was dope. It was cool, you know? Of course, it was Tiger and friends, but I had my own little get down. You know what I'm saying? It was That's cool. That was dope. That was my very first moment, feeling like a dope rapper or feeling like a rapper. And then after that, linking up with, like, fucking... Little Wayne and shit, doing songs with him, hearing him say my name and shit like that. That's when I knew, like, okay, yeah, man, can't nobody tell me I ain't no rapper. And then I started just working and grinding, perfecting on my craft, and just kept going and going and going. So do you just stay in the booth and you just, how long are you in a booth session for when you're recording something? Oh, well, see, me, I don't be in the booth too long because I write, you know, like, I ain't got time to be, uh, like punching in and stuff. No disrespect to all the rappers that uh, punch in and do all the freestyles and stuff. I love that process. I love that. But me, I'm like to think I'm a structure. You know, I like the structure. Like it's cool you can structure on the spot. I like people to do all that too. It's, it's fascinating. It's mind blowing. But I like to actually write songs and just be more on some more like, let me see what I'm saying. You know, like, I like that. I like to be prepared. You know, I like mm -hmm. to go to the studio and not waste time. You know, I like to really get in there and just bang it out. You know. And yeah. so when you're writing, are you 
are you freestyling it and then putting the words down or are you putting the words down and then trying it out as a as a line well see my process is like you know i uh, throw the beat on and then i let it simmer for a while in my mind and i just listen to it come up with some vibes you know what i'm saying just till i catch something and then as soon as i catch something i'm just start writing and then when i write we're coming up with the concept, we're coming up with the whole everything. It could just be something that I just said in the midst of something, or it could be something that happened last week, the same day, but I just gonna write it from there and then we're gonna structure it out and it's gonna be done. Do you have a theme that you find keeps coming back to you, like like a, a certain kind of message or, or point of view that feels yeah, like it's I definitely got a theme shit. It's constant. Positivity and fun. Like if you listen to all my some of my music, some of the songs that I released lately, uh check up, you know. It's a fun song, you know, like I'm doing all the stuff that make people feel good in those uh, recent releases. Like I like having it. That's like a raw rap song. You can check that out right now. It's out on YouTube, shit going crazy. And check up, it's everywhere. You can look that up. But them videos, like them songs, they fun, man. And that's the wave I've been on for a second. But I've definitely been making a lot of stuff with substance right now because I've been uh, recording. I'm working on a project to release to people so I could, you know, have something packaged up, some product, get out there and gander, you know. I got to go on tour. I got to shut shit down. How'd you get linked up with Lil Dicky and Tyga? I linked up with um, Tiger a long time ago, like mm -hmm. through MySpace and shit, through some like girl. Not through MySpace? Yeah, just back in the day, you know, yeah. when, when Tom was running shit. Instead, right, of, instead yeah, of Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. He was yeah. a king. Yeah, Tom I, was running that shit. white shirt. Tom, I think I prefer yeah. Tom, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was more... I wish he was still in the game. Yeah. yeah. He was crazy, but yeah, I linked up with him through MySpace a long time ago. A long time ago through this mutual chick that we had knew. And then uh, I went over to her house, and she's like, yeah, my homegirl going to be over here and her boyfriend. And then when I went over there, it was Tiger. And then, you know, we linked up, vibed out, rocked out for like a decade. That shit was crazy, man. And then when I was down bad, I actually got a text message from uh, Anthony Martini. That was one of these uh, business managers. I mean, not business managers, but he was like a manager. Mm -hmm. And he, he used to work with Tiger, and he reached out to me one day. He had a new client, and truth be told, it was a little dicky, and we linked up. And me and Dicky was rocking at first, and it was just crazy, man. We was just going crazy for a long time, and then now we ended up with a TV show. It's crazy. Yeah, you guys have good compatibility. Yeah, man. Our whole story together, our whole friendship is just, it's just pure. That shit raw, you know. Like me and Dave is real friends. That's what I want people to really take away from the show. It's like we not no actors. Like me and him is really boys, you know. And that's our real friendship on TV that we putting on there. What do you see. what do you think made it so easy for you guys to be friends? Did you have some kind of common ground? That well, at first we didn't be friends. We wasn't. He didn't like me at first. I'm gonna be honest, because like when I first met him, it was crazy. He thought I was over the top when I first met him. You know, because I went to this office he was working at, like his management office that he had before, mm -hmm. and I went to go listen to all his music and stuff. And I came in with a camera crew, fake little personal really? assistant. Yeah, I had my homeboy Gander, and like he was my cameraman. But really? you know, yeah, hell yeah, because you gotta think about it. Like, man, I came around from doing songs with Lil Wayne, being around Travis McCoy, Gym Class Heroes, Fall Out Boy. I'm on tour buses every night. I'm flying to Japan. I'm at video shoots. I'm, I was already doing shit, living a life. So, like, I was having that rap image, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. Trying to feel good about myself and my brand and mm -hmm. trying to create what I wanted to have now. You know what I'm saying? And I was gandering, you know, like I wanted to have this image and have this, you know, persona. Mm-hmm. And he didn't understand it at the time because it's like, dude, I don't even know you, Gator. Like, why the fuck you got a cameraman? Why you got a personal assistant or, you know, know whatever the case may be. But truth be told, 
he finally understood it. You know, we clicked because it's like, you know, this is entertainment. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I always know it's all about entertaining people. So that's what it is. And now we boys and we taking over the world. Are you involved in the writing process for the show? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm a consultant. Yeah. Like at the end of the show, if you um, read the credits, it say um, Gator Consultant. Because I chime in, I go to the writer's room, I give up thoughts, give up ideas, give up my real life experiences, and we just get it going, and that shit just start flowing. Mm -hmm. And were you always like set to, to play the part? or? Yeah, I was always set to play the part, but yeah. you know, the industry is the industry. You know, Dickie told me straight up, he like, yo, I want you to play yourself, I want you to be yourself, but you got to audition. You know, it's just some standard industry type we got to run this by fx make them believe that you can be the guy that they're right. about to be signing up with and doing this for and all that you know so did I you did, see the other guys who were trying to be you oh yeah for sure it was crazy i even had swayze um really yeah one of my actual homies in the industry he hit me up like yo bro i'm i'm auditioning to be you right now and i was mind blown a lot of people uh i saw the tapes you know but if, it was crazy if you go into an audition room do you find it easy to be yourself or like in front of the camera and all that kind of stuff. Are you comfortable, or do you, was did that take some uh, uh, practice to sort of find that comfortability? Well, I was always comfortable in front of the camera, but my whole thing is it's different when you try to be comfortable for TV. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different ball game. Like anybody can sit in front of a camera and just talk shit all day, but it's different when you're doing that shit for TV. Like you gotta know the time and all that type and know the production know the set the flow the energy it's, it's, it's deeper than just turning the camera on you know it's secrets to being a dope actor mm. <laughs> do you feel in sync with that kind of like deeper understanding of it where you're just oh yeah i'm fully synced up man i could write a whole movie myself and put it together at this point i didn't shot five movies i didn't did so much stuff man i didn't got so much experience now that we're going into our third season it's like yeah, I, I can do what I do, bro. Do you think there's commonality between like doing something in the studio, doing a live music show, like acting? Does it all have kind of uh, like a like a common denominator that makes you able to tap into? It? Oh yeah, the common denominator is entertain. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and turn up and makes people feel good and, and connect. And just to you know remain, you know raw. As I would like to say, like me, no matter what I do, like, I just want it to be raw, dog. Like, you know, like when I listen to my music or when I look at scenes, my whole thing is like, damn, was it raw or does that shit look processed? You know what I mean? Because like yeah, when you, when you, yeah. when you record music, you can hear it when it's like, man, this shit sounds so processed. It sounds yeah. so generic. But then when you hear certain records, you'll be like, man, that shit sound raw. Like he was really feeling that shit. Like, you know, so that's what I look for in music and that's what I look for in, uh, acting that shit just got to be pure yeah it's like a sound right you can hear yeah the, and you can feel it too it. you can feel it too and sometimes you could just look at things and see things and know that it's just that good you know you know when you're sitting on something that's really solid hell yeah like for sure like i studied the game so much and study like entertainment and just everything like i just be on point bro like i know when something is just fire like you know who are your heroes outside of entertainment Shit, my mom and my sister. They're my heroes right there. <laughs> That's great. Straight up, bro. <laughs> Are they pretty proud of? Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm proud of them too, man, for holding me down, never switching up on me, and always staying on my ass. Were they like, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know if my mom was on my ass. But very supportive. But yeah. like, did they, uh, were they like tough on you or just always just oh, yeah. whatever you needed? They was tough on me, man, but they definitely uh, was very loving and supportive, you know. But my sister and my mom were like, you know, different type of tough, you know. It's not just like on some tough, like, you know, some people got to get out the house when they're 18 and never come back and all that type of shit. But my mom and it was definitely tough on me. You know, I did a couple things where, you know, I deserved the punishment. But at the same time, my mom and them always got my best interest at heart. So no matter how hard they are on me, I know that it's for my best interest, you know. So no matter what they saying or how they coming at me, I just always accept the fact that I know that they love me, you know, because mm -hmm. if they didn't, they wouldn't have adopted me. Right. My mom and my sister. Yeah, my mom and my sister is my auntie and my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, no matter what they do, or how hard they are on me, I know they love me because they still in my life and they they really adopted me at 18 months. So wow. those are my heroes. That's beautiful. It's good silence. Yeah, man. It sounds good outside it's a sunny day the birds is chirping the haters is lurking you know <laughs> it's what i'm saying nice dude yeah, I'm last week I, was was, so, I was touched by it but i didn't know what to add but yeah it's beautiful i, I thought i was i thought I was, I, I was just observing it it was moving i thought yeah man that was that was powerful man you know a lot of people don't really let you into their life and stuff like that but me i'm at a point where it's like man i'm so free i'm so comfortable with who i am and everything i've been through all my trials and tribulations my hardships it's like I'm like Eminem and 8 Mile. I'm gonna tell y'all everything before y'all can even point it against me. You're gonna take ownership of it. Yeah, I'm gonna take ownership of all my flaws, all everything. That's why like being a mental health awareness advocate was one of the best things for me because I could really share my story and let people know like, yo, look, we just alike, bro. You going through it, sis. You going through it. I'm, hey, we right here together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just, so at, at what point in your life were you, were you sort of, truly sort of aware that it was like a, a chemical imbalance or anything like that shit when i uh started getting the medication after i uh like um flipped out when i had the episode in my mom's house mm. uh when i snapped the laptop in real life oh really and then, yeah i went to the hospital in the back of a sheriff's cop car mm -hmm. and they took me to ucla harbor pointing tasers at me and I'm really? yeah and I'm telling them talking crazy like you motherfucker Obama coming to get me and I was just talk I was wicked you know and that's what I do I was like dude I got a problem I got right. some mental problems like especially for me to be able to you know know what the fuck is going on and then mm. know what I'm saying and I'm just still ramping up still escalating still escalating cuz at the end of the day when you're in your right, right state of mind even on a bad day you know when to just say you know enough is enough yeah <laughs> you know yeah. and that's what's the cold part about it is it's like i used to just have no limit back then i used to just push it to a limit when i was younger like i was taking pills bro mm -hmm. and alcohol at the same time right like not giving a fuck about none of the side effects yeah you know yeah and the side effects was ending up in a hospital in a padded room for 72 hours and you know doing all the whole diagnostics and all that bullshit so yeah, was that's it, when I knew. Was it a relief when you sort of were able to sort of put a label on it and understand what it is? Or, or Oh, yeah. It was definitely a relief when I found out, okay, this is what I am. This is what I got to accept. Right. Now let's do research. 
who the fuck else is bipolar? Right. Okay, I see Einstein, fucking Van Gogh, all these different people. Uh, a lot of my favorite artists, a lot of my favorite people, celebrities, entertainers, you know, that mm -hmm. um, are in the field that I am are bipolar. Even Kanye. So, you know, once I start looking at it that way, I'm like, hold on, man. Let me use this bipolar uh, situation to be creative, to be more artistic, to be more outspoken, to, you know. Yeah. I've, I've been diagnosed bipolar and... Now my psychiatrist is like reevaluating, which is crazy because I've been identifying it as for five years. But I did the same thing. I looked up everyone I had and I was like, bro, it's a murderer's row. I was yeah. like, and then I was like, it's crazy. and then I, I, there was this book about it that I didn't even read, but I saw the title and it was just called Touched by Fire. Yeah. And then that made me think it was kind of cool. I was like, all right, nice. Yeah, maybe this is what gives me my, my your edge. Your edge, bro. This, yeah. That's why you're able to get on here and talk about nuts and not give a fuck and shaving <laughs> balls and asshole. Bro. <laughs> 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 yeah that's for us bipolar people don't, yeah you don't get that dude these other no, i'm just kidding you, you always play it with the fire yeah. man the fire's nice as long as you can you know you got to be able to control that flame keep it in one room you got to be able to control your flame man for sure and so now that you talk so i guess it seems like you were always pretty open but now that it's like on this maximum level has that had like benefits where you feel more comfortable in your skin like anywhere like do you know what i mean i feel like one of the benefits of talking about these things is that you don't feel like you're hiding anything and then you feel like you can be free see here's the like, thing I, I always been uh comfortable in my skin but it's like now i got other people in my business and you know knowing about my whole story is just like am i comfortable with everybody knowing my whole situation and my whole get down so that's just more so what i had to deal with you know a lot like, of vulnerability there yeah you know because a lot of people don't, you know, understand, and a lot of people do understand, you know? So I like the fact that we took the stigma away from being bipolar and having mental health uh, disabilities or whatever the case may be. Like, I like the fact that it's like, okay, hold on now. Let's take our time with this person. Let's just not shun them away. Let's just, let's really try to cope and, you know, see what's going on. So I like that aspect of it. I like the fact that um, people that got stuff going on in their uh, mind or whatever, people are paying attention and you know taking it more serious you know mm -hmm. before it was just like all right man well this person's uncontrollable <laughs> right that made me think about too about how many different people hear that message too and how many different people you can affect you know yeah like there's probably like a river raft boat captain in livingston who heard that and like it changed the way he felt about his own predicament exactly we touching the world man we always gonna keep it real give people the truth you know what i'm saying that's the best way just to communicate and tell people the real. That's how you uh, solve a lot of problems, man. What do you have coming up? Where are you traveling? What shows do you have coming up? I got the March 31st show. Mm -hmm. This month, as I say, in Venice, California. I need everybody out there. West Coast shit. We're going to tee up. We're going to gander up March 31st. If we're Venice. free, we're going. Yeah. Next year I go Venice West. And then I got, um, I'm going to a, like an NFT festival this month too. Yeah after party you know i got a lot of projects brewing i got music coming up i got videos to shoot i got a cartoon i'm working on that shit gonna be crazy yeah we're working on a cartoon yeah that's sweet you know we got some drawings back of us as cartoons <laughs> and they kind of made us look like emaciated we're uh, on meth yeah we kind of looked <laughs> they had y'all looking smoked out Dude, mm -hmm. we, I mean, I look like I was like 45. I was supposed to play a high schooler. Damn, y'all got to scrap that shit. Chad sent back a great email where he said they should look younger, 
more energetic and more handsome. Just like the real Chad and JT. Yeah. He stepped up hard for us. Oh, this like, is an abomination. Chad and, and JT, I, the Lover Boys, Heartbreak Hotel, Volume 1. Yeah, Thanks, man. You get go. it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we're talking about, man. Yeah, yeah. No, these were not appealing, especially to the female audience. And then <laughs> Chad hit him back with it. And I was a little self-deprecating. I was like, don't say like younger, more handsome. Chad goes, it's true. I'm sending it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked for y'all, man. I'm stoked for y'all, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's all so much we'll see with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. but see, that's what y'all got to realize is, though, everybody out there, man, just know that when, life. You, when you're chasing your dreams, hurry up and wait. And then when you actually make it, hurry up and wait. Mm -hmm. That's all this is, man. It's just be patient, yo. That's one of the best pieces of advice that somebody's ever gave given me is just, you know, be patient, yo. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Just, just work on the work, you know. Like, don't get lost in... And the win and the win and the win because when it's all said and done when you put that work in you're gonna win and i'm a prime example of that you know i like to let people know you got to stay dedicated you got to stay committed it'd be days to sometimes i'll just be getting up and i'll be like you know what man i should take a break today but next thing you know i got a little mini production set up around me and i'm just being productive and just getting shit out the way but yeah, yeah you're gonna be waiting and waiting and waiting for sure when you look back on your sort of path to now, do you look at it as sort of like everything fell into place perfectly or do you sort of think like, oh, I made a mistake here, made a mistake here, or do you sort of look at back at it now sort of like everything happened as it was supposed to? Man, to me, I look at it as like everything happened as it's supposed to, you know, because mm -hmm. if I would've went back and changed anything, I probably wouldn't be in the circumstances that I have now. You know, I probably wouldn't be in this situation. And I like, you know, how things pan out because it's life, you know, and I be thinking like some of this stuff was mapped out before we even got here. Right. On some deeper shit, you know? Yeah. Like I feel I be, that sometimes. Like too, I be yeah. thinking on some deeper shit, you know? Yeah. Like I be thinking on some deeper shit, bro. Like I be like, damn, like how the fuck did I even meet Lil Dicky? I, I think about that stuff all the time too. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. how the fuck did I rock out with Tiger for a decade? Yeah. Like, that should still be tripping me out. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like, life is crazy, you know? And the best thing you can do is just accept what come your way and do the best that you can with it. Like, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's going on, just stay positive and take advantage of having good people around you that want to see you do well. You know, that's like one of the best things I can say is like, just love everybody and just take advantage of having people around you that support you. Because that support mm -hmm. can go a long way. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. got support, man, that shit make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And I, I think, too, if you have that perspective of, you know, everything is sort of happening as it should. Everything, Maybe like an internal belief of like everything is happening in my favor, whether or not I can see it that way now or not. You know, I think, too, that helps to sort of lay down the path of of yeah. towards where you're supposed to be headed you know what i mean yeah but i ain't gonna lie to you dude to yeah. keep it a hundred buck i mean to keep it a hundred thousand with you like i pray for a lot of this shit right just to be straight up with you bro I'm, i pray for a lot of this shit like all the stuff that i got all the stuff that i'm doing all the places i've been like i'm not gonna lie like i really prayed for this shit like mm -hmm. on some like higher power god yeah. whoever he is to whoever to y'all everybody it don't matter like but i prayed for this shit you know and i put the work in too you right. know but i definitely uh pray for this shit yeah do you have a pretty clear conception of what that god looks like or is it well if you ask me 
already have a face to put on God, you know. But I think God look like everybody, you know, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. when I went to Israel, they like, oh, man, you look like I don't know. But <laughs> what they say? It's just crazy, man. Life is crazy, man. Just just live it the best way you can, man. We all here trying to do the best we can and figure stuff out. But just know that it's a lot going on, man. And I want everybody to be good. That's all I'm going to say about that. I, I agree with you. I think most people are max effort players. We all got, though. We all won. It's true. It feels better that way. For real, man. That's why they need to just... Calm down over there in Ukraine, man. That shit got me hot, man. Waking up every day seeing that shit, bro. That shit be depressing, dude. You know, I was thinking about that shit like, it's crazy how we get to see all this mass war going on as it's going on in social media times, like right mm-hmm. now. Like before it wasn't always like that shit. Yeah. Like you could just see that shit, dude. That's like, man, so sad, man. Pray for Ukraine, man. No war. Yeah. No, for sure. I, yeah, the, the intimate kind of vantage point we get now is... It, it's so immersive, but but then there's still like lightness in it too. Like I saw TikTok videos of Ukrainian teenage girls driving abandoned Russian tanks, and obviously you know the war could pivot and get so serious that all of that loses. Yeah, they you or know because some, there, sometimes you know it's a lifestyle for people. You know it's a culture. You know like then God, you know a lot of people don't have to be in those circumstances and you know practice what they practice and do what they do like how some people are designed to just go to war and be prepared and equipped at any time you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah some people's brains are like, better suited for like wartime leaders and stuff like that yeah you know but just think about it like if a war kicked off right now would you, would you be prepared right now no i don't even know what what like think about that like these kids, these kids over there 18 and up they gotta pick that joint up pick up that ak pick up like hey and protect the land like that's why I said, man. I, I pray, man. I'm, I'm pray for peace. I pray to pray to be good. I pray for for better times. Like you, you see that shit, bro. That shit look crazy. The over seriousness there. of man, it, dude, dude. Man, they blowing shit up, dude. That shit look crazy, man. Yeah, I was just thinking too. I wonder if the the whole social media aspect and the fact that it's so visible to everyone helps to get support. Well, why? You know, because it sounds like all of Europe is kind of banding together to stop putin you know and it's just crazy man i think sort of seeing it as it's happening might help the world to sort of come together because you you can see the horror of what's going on in real time and that helps everyone to sort of uh come together in the moment to yeah, help try and so put deep stop. i think that's true yeah and then also seeing how brave the ukrainians are being like, oh yeah from the president down i mean i've been like so inspired by the president for like kind of putting the people first and not bailing and yeah i love what he said he said we out here he said man don't give us a ride give us more ammunition yeah i seen that live on cnn that shit blew my mind like he holding it down he like man we ain't running we out here ready with the no when i when i heard it i swear this was my first thought i was like that'd be like an incredible like tupac line man, like that would fit into but he was uh crazy yeah it's been incredibly inspiring i don't remember the last time there was like a hero like that that i felt like i could like that there was a political figure that was really standing up for something and I could invest like uh you know adulation into them. Yeah, man. Did uh do you uh do you have like a favorite uh author? Do you read a lot? 
Uh, no, I don't read a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you, but um, I like that people do lie about that a lot. Right? Yeah, I don't read a lot, but I I've have read a lot of books though. You know, like in my past, and you know, time to time, like I read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Or, oh, was that good? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It's a great book. We had one of his proteges on here. Yeah, that was a good Ryan. book. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. I read um this book called uh The Pursuit of Nothing. That's a great book. Just trying to keep you on the right path and just let you know like you don't have to chase money you don't have to chase materialistic things like you could just wake up and just be nothing and pursue, you know I, I, I've been trying to practice that of, yeah, of uh, a, yeah. surrender that's practicing surrender yeah that's a great book yeah bro. there's a uh, Michael Singer have you heard of him yeah I heard of him yeah he does he has the uh, Untethered Soul and um, something about the Surrender Project I think it's called he's great yeah gotta, because I gotta, he gotta, and, gotta and, and I, I, especially in this industry you know like you're always like kind of pushing for things, and I think yeah. you should push to an extent. But also yeah. going back to sort of like how you know let things unfold as they should. Yeah, you want to stay like grounded. Finding you know, that balance of like yeah. if you push too hard, you could push for something that over time you probably don't even want. Exactly, you know, you know? because too much anything can kill you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to yeah. just overwork yourself, overthink. You know, sometimes you really want to just take the time out and just do nothing you know yeah oh yeah that's one of the best things to do is just doing nothing just be yeah sometimes doing nothing is one of the best things ever you know so Dude, go, go shout out to everybody out there doing nothing yeah go, yeah <laughs> going for walks i've been going for walks no war ever yeah. started from people doing nothing you know what i mean that's what i'm saying yeah. sometimes it's someone trying to do something that's doing nothing call. exactly yeah. sometimes when you do nothing that's the best thing you know stay your ass inside you ain't got to go to the club not every night <laughs> I wonder about that, like with the, like sometimes, like with the weekend. You know, all of his songs are about partying, mm. or not all of them, sorry, but like a lot of them are about partying. Right, right, right. But then I'm like, he's so busy. Is he really able to party that much, or does he have other people partying for him, and then they report back on it? And he's like, that was interesting. I'll put that into this song. Yeah. When you're a rock star, you're a rock star. You partying for sure. The weekend partying for sure. That's good to know. Yeah, you partying for sure. You right, gotta, go, you gotta go collect better. that yeah. bag, man. Do you, do you find a good balance between work and partying? Or yeah, hell yeah, for sure. I definitely don't like to party a lot, you know. But there's a difference, though. Like, when you at a certain... Uh, actually, I'm lying. No matter what level you're at, when you're partying, you're networking. Mm -hmm. So... If yeah, you, you gotta go, be good at partying to network, yeah, too. You gotta be if someone's able to not good at partying, you're like, why would I network with That's you? That's what I'm saying. So, when you go party... Make sure you get your plugs up, man. Make sure you're networking. Dude, when you, the right hands. when you crush like a work party, you know what I mean? When there's people there that you want to work with, right. and you really drill it at the party, you dance right, you communicate well. Right, right, you're right. You're giving right, off right, that right. positive vibe. Yeah, that you other in there swagged out. To. Yeah, you might send a bottle across the way. Yeah. When you see somebody in the club you want to work with, make sure you don't be uh, too shy, man. Go have a good time. Go, go say something, but not too much because the music's too loud. Right. That's the only thing about I hate in the club. Like, motherfuckers be trying to talk to you. Yo, Gator, what's up, my nigga? Hey, man, can you take my number down, man? I fuck with the show. I'm thinking, like, it's loud as a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> and you just nod your head like you're I'm hearing I'm like, them. yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And then you see him a week later, like, we talked about that thing. You're like, and then you have to come clean and be like, dude, I wasn't hearing a word of that. It yeah. was all right. just head nods. That should be hilarious, man. I, yeah. I, I struggle with that too. Like just saying, yeah. People are like, "Hey, can you do this?" Guy? I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And then like three weeks down the line, they're like, "Hey, so you agreed to the to do?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> You're like, "It was a loud place." <laughs> yeah, dude. there yeah, is. Yeah. I, I I get a lot of my best thoughts on the dance floor. I call myself Disco Thoreau. Like I think. Oh my god, I gotta see you on the dance floor, man. I have to come see what's up, man. You got the moves. 
Yeah. He's got passion for sure. You're going to need to get this nigga on um, Dancing with the Stars. I would yeah. love that. That'd be incredible. Like Zelensky, the head of Ukraine, he won Dancing with the Stars. That's what I'm saying. He's making all this shit seem way more reputable now that he's doing this incredible He won Dancing stuff. with the Stars. He won Dancing with the Stars over there. Anything is really? possible. And dude, Anything I watched the video. He can move. He brings it. He's got quick feet. Yeah. He's light. Yeah, everyone, 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 everyone I talked to, they're like, he's a comedian. I'm like, I, I know. Fires me up. They're, they're like, they like look at me like, you, you could do that, right? I'm like, I don't know. You could totally do that. Oh, uh, do you think so? Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate. Crazy. Yeah. Anything is possible. Anything. I, I, I like to think I have that in me, yeah. Do you think you'd be a good president? Oh, yeah. Gator for president right now. Go to GatorMerch.com. Go get you some of that Gator merch, man. I got some Gator for President merch out there. The campaign is still going strong. You know what I'm saying? I'm very just uh, for the people, man. So, yeah, Gator for President. Um, When are we uh, taking a... Uh... Questions? We can do that now. Yeah. No, no, I wasn't even going to say question, but I was going to say when they're taking uh, the votes and the ballots again, when the next president uh, thing, I need to run. It's... Uh... For real, for real. <laughs> when is yeah. it? Is it next year? That nigga Kanye did it. <laughs> right. I need to get my name on the fucking ballot. Yeah. <laughs> Have you met Kanye? Nah, I ain't met him yet. No. Yeah, I ain't met him. Are you watching his doc? Yeah, I'm tapped in, bro. I'm supporting my bipolar brother, man. He's going through a lot right now. Pray for Kanye, man. He's trying to get his family back together, but most importantly, man, just want to make sure his mental health is right. That's the most important thing, you know. Yeah, did do you think the mental health aspect of it, does it get worsened by his level of celebrity or oh yeah for sure you gotta think about it like dude i wigged out filming season one like we couldn't even get through the first three weeks it shut down like the second week i had a manic episode i was losing it i got some great news and i fucking lost it mm. <laughs> and i right. was in the hospital checked out in a mansion is that a trigger like good news well it depends like at that point i was at Hell yeah, that shit was a trigger because, you know, before uh, everything was going, you know, it was just going, you know. But then when you find out, like, damn, you about to be on the number one show on FX and Hulu, you know what I'm saying? It was like that type of news and then, you know, with all the stuff that come with it, you know, like, especially like I said, man, I've been dreaming for this shit. Right. So when you dreaming for this shit and that shit finally hit, you really got a lawyer. You really got an accountant. You really got security on call. You really got this, that. Like, you, you really living your dream. You know, you really putting out all your ideas and they really working. And that shit was like, fuck. That shit was a lot to deal with. That shit was overwhelming. And then the fact that my best friend, Dickie, was telling me this great news. Mm. That was even more overwhelming. It's just yeah. like, damn, you really are a good friend, bro. Mm. So I had a manic episode, wigged out. <laughs> That shit was crazy. You want to answer some cues? Oh, yeah. I love questions, man. What's up, guys? I'm interrupting this podcast. Let you know once again that we have a Patreon up. New episodes each week. Bonus episodes with me and JT bringing it back to old school style. The early episodes you guys know and love. Go to patreon.com slash chat goes deep to check out all new patreon episodes we also have tour dates coming up we're going to be at the san jose improv this sunday march 13th so bay area come up come out and uh show your support come laugh with us it's uh and we're also going to be in the marina in san francisco on march 14th at the bus stop and uh we have lots of tour dates coming up washington dc texas michigan uh, more dates coming up uh we're going to be at the irvine improv in april so come out, check us out. 
chadgoesdeep.com for all tickets. We're also brought to you by the Legends app, Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trends peeved, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dinks are looking fresh and clean. Because when the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Ultra Premium Collection to keep everything under control. Guys, I Manscaped two days ago, and it was life-changing. I looked at my dink in ways I've never even seen it before. You know, it was just like, wow. When I groom my nuts, my life changes. And that's not hyperbole. That's for real. And also, Manscaped has you equipped with all the materials you need for head-to-toe hygiene. I'm talking shampoo, conditioner, body wash, cologne, ball toner, ball deodorant, trimmers, trimmers for your nose, the uh, weed whacker, and then, of course, the lawnmower, which is like, you're not even going to cut your nuts because they have this excellent, excellent advanced skin safe technology to keep your nuts looking fresh and clean. You can get this all with the ultra premium collection that includes Manscaped premium deodorant, not for your balls, for your stinky armpits, hydrating body moisturizer, uh, body wash, two in one shampoo and conditioner, plus free gift, a three pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products plus a gift inside the ultra premium collection. What a score, what a dank score. And these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. Hop in the shower, trim your nuts, get clean with Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GoDeep at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use code GoDeep. Make sure you call it Manscaped this tournament season or your bracket won't be the only thing that's busted. How many we got? 21 questions. That was a great song. That was a great song. The only thing about that song is that 50 Cent says, if I was out with another girl and your friend saw me and I said it wasn't me, would you believe me or up and leave me? How strong is our bond if that's all it takes for you to be gone? But he was out with another girl. Yeah. That was the whole point. He wanted to show you, like, listen, man, if you see me out here wiggling with another chick... You gotta hold your composure and just know this is just a look. This is just a look right now, sweetie. We're just going on a date. It's just a look. I'm I'm 50. I got an image. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's the gander. And if you're gonna date 50 Cent, you should understand that going in. That that's part of it. It's the gander, man. Nice. Reaching out after years of listening and loving you guys. I love the way you see the world and the people in it, and always send out so much love and positivity. And I'm having trouble doing that myself currently. My stoke is down, way down. Pretty much the T is complicated as booty. But to make it sure, short, my ex cheated the entire time while gaslighting and being emotionally abusive and neglect, neglectful. I found out he never disabled his Tinder and lied to all his friends, telling them we were in an open relationship. I found out he has a new girlfriend, and I want her to not get stuck in what I was stuck in. I also found out via TikTok his new lady is very famous and posts her Italian boyfriend all of the time. I am in the process of befriending the woman he cheated with, and one seems to want to, well, ruin his life. To put this in context, this man is a psychopathic narcissist and will likely ruin it himself. I mean, he's already a felon. My question for you, level-headed adults, I'm 21, is should I ruin this guy's life or not waste my breath on it? And just in general advice, and just in general advice for dealing with this would be legendary. Again, I really love you guys and wish the best for you every day. Thank you for making me feel better about the world, love people, and about the world and love people better. Damn, he didn't delete his Tinder? 
He a tender swindler. Come on, listen, shorty. You supposed to not ruin his life and not waste his time like he wasted yours. You supposed to boss up, level up, get your mental right, and move on because all of that befriending his new girlfriend and all of that, I'm sorry, sweetie, but all that's lame. That ain't going to make nothing better. That's not going to make him change. So you really wasting your time putting more energy and effort into a man who don't even give a fuck about you. So you need to just stay on your one and two, hold your head up, sweetie. You know what I'm saying? Watch Dave, get you some laughs or two. Tap in with Chad and JT. They gonna take you out to eat, but yeah, you don't need to be fucking with that dude and waste your time. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, that's yeah. a waste of time. She about to hit up the girl to be, <laughs> you know, he's cheated on you. Yeah. The other girl gonna be like, well, uh, he did just pipe me last night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to wait, you need to stop. Like, you, yeah. you gotta get your feelings hurt even more. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> If she if she does ruin, <laughs> no, that's how girls be though. Yeah, that's how girls be. Like you you hit a girl up all sad and oh my god he broke my heart. The girl only gonna break it some more. Send you a picture of him begging her out or something. You know, just yeah. don't waste your time. Right. <laughs> and I also find when you start engaging in that stuff, it feels good short term, but long term it makes your perspective a bit darker and it's hard to break out of that kind. It of slows you down. Behavior. What what's her name? She did she leave her name? Annie. Eddie. Chase your dreams, sweetheart. Don't chase him. Chase a check, man. Fuck him. Go yeah. do your thing. Yeah, once you get into eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Like he already took advantage of you, man. Off. He took advantage of you like the tender swindler. And he doesn't want to be with you. <laughs> like, he's late. For sure. Uh, great. And also, if she does ruin his life, it's not going to make her feel good. No. Yeah, it might come back and haunt you. You know what I'm saying? Two wrongs don't make it right. Look, you're going to ruin his life. You go piss him off, and he go come after your ass. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're starting a yeah. You started an online war. <laughs> yeah. Where does it end? You don't want that. Yeah, you don't want to start all that. All right, this is from Elias. Hey, Stoke Masters, huge fan of the pod. I just needed some solid advice here. I'm a 19 year old alpha. I can essentially sleep with any girl I want to due to my fit structure. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but here in li- lies the problem. Hold on, dude. You got to start this over. Read this over again. Okay, copy read, that. Read this over, bro. Read this over. She <laughs> What parts get... Okay, I'll go again. I'll go Just on. read this over. Right. Hey, Stretch, listen to this shit, bro. <laughs> listen to this kid, dude. Hey, Stoke Masters, huge fan of the pod. Just needed some solid advice here. I am a 19-year-old alpha. I can essentially sleep with any girl I want to due to my fit structure. And beautiful face. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not buff, so that shit made me laugh. Can you slide that mic on? I ain't fit. That's why I do a lot. Stretch, what do you think? I was just saying, what the fuck are you talking about his dick or <laughs> Fit structure. What the fuck? That's, who gives a fuck about that? <laughs> Nineteen, huh? We got a long way to go for that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, he said. I'm, he, hey, when he, he said alpha, does he mean alpha male? Yeah, you getting oh, the wrong God. advice. <laughs> All right, we, we didn't even finish. We gotta. We, we gonna run this shit back one more time because we need to, yeah. Say it again, bro. Read okay, it. yeah. Hey, Stoke Masters, huge fan of the pod. Just needed some solid advice here. I'm a 19 year old alpha. I can essentially sleep with any girl I want to due to my fit structure and beautiful face. 
shit. He, like he got it all on lock. What the fuck he got it all here for? <laughs> shit, you, shit, what the fuck? You don't need our advice, bro. We need yours. Well, can, how can you help us? <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit, what the fuck? <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> well, well, keep going. I want to right, hear But here lies the problem. I've become distracted by girls in my state. With no girlfriend, 19 years old, living with mom, I have zero idea what to do with my life. Is there any ways? Is there any ways you guys could give me some advice on how to reel it in? <laughs> man, shit, shit. Like I said, you got it on lock, man. Shit, yeah, you already said you can sleep with any girl in the town. Yeah. You got your fitness up, man. Something like you need to. Sure. Come on, Chad and JT, and talk about it. Yeah, good call. The flyest kid out. He's struggling. <laughs> he said he can sleep with any girl. He won't. He don't know what to do. He said in time, right? He said in his time, right? Where, where did yeah. he live? I don't know. He didn't Where's... say. He kept it super brief. Okay. Yeah. Hey, dude, that was cool though. Yeah, man. Little ass town, like hundred people. <laughs> that was, that's, that's a cool problem to have, man. I wish I was nineteen again with fish structure. <laughs> Fit structure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that way. That was a funny. You talking about his muscles and shit? Boy? You got muscles? <laughs> <don't>, fit <laughs> fit yeah, structure. Dude. That was a funny. Um, he should get like some a portfolio and shit and send it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's fit structure and shit. You know? <laughs> that was I'm just saying, man. <laughs> uh, all right, let me see. This looks like a good one. That's a lengthy one. This is a serious one. What up, Stoke Lords? I'm in need of some very important advice and would like to hear your thoughts. Please keep this anonymous as possible. I am the coach of a varsity high school team. It has recently come to our attention that our best player is gay. This to me is, of course, not a big deal, and I support him in every way. However, being gay in this sport is generally not super accepted, and this player legitimately has the potential to go pro and has already signed a major D1 scholarship. As the coach, I want to make sure my player feels supported. However, it's clear he doesn't want people to know, and I can't blame him because I think it may affect his opportunities. At the same time, apparently this is a wide-known fact that I was unaware of. I'm a first-year coach. How do I let him know I support him and give him the support he needs in a difficult environment without drawing more attention to him? How do I ensure that the rival school does not make uh, attacks on him during the games? They already have been doing so behind his back in front of our teammates in front of our teammates. I know the vagueness of this doesn't help, but I really want to keep it super anonymous and would appreciate any advice you could offer. I think you should just, you know, continue to support him and hold him down and let him know that it's all good no matter uh, what sexual preference he chooses to desire and just, you know, keep doing this thing on the court because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We already have a lot of um, sexual uh, homosexual athletes and well, right now that are open about it, you know, he won't be the first. And I think that that should make him even actually give him the fuel to even go even further in his career to let people know, like, no matter what my sexual preference is, I can ball out, man. So keep holding your head up, young man. Keep doing your thing on the court and Gator supports you. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And I would just support him and then remind him that there's nothing wrong with who he is. You know what I mean? There's something wrong with the way people think. And then I think if you quietly keep giving him confidence in that and then also encourage him on the field so those two things can get intertwined and reinforce each other, I think you can give him the strength later to like, you know, through 
as much as you can. You know, you're, you're just one guy helping someone, but you can give him more strength and confidence to one day own that the way we've talked about other things and, and really be totally himself. Uh, and you know, th that's his choice whenever he's ready. And if he's not ready, that's still, he's still a great guy. But I think you could just keep letting him know that, that he's a, he's perfect as he is and that it's the rest of people who are kind of fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. I like the idea of role models too nowadays. It's, it's nice that there are just people he can look up to. And I think I, whenever I struggle with anything, it's, you know, I always look to people who share those struggles and that always helps me to, you know, being able to relate to someone on that level always helps me to feel just supported and, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a few. Uh, I know it's a few athletes that came out. You know, one of the NBA players, the basketball players, one of the uh, that came out. You know, so he not gonna the first one, not gonna be the last one. You know, so at the end of the day, yeah, that, that just keep balling. That Raiders player came out this year. It was yeah. badass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. He, he really he used to play for my team. Yeah. Well, who's your team? Oh, the Bucks. Oh, nice. Let's go. Congrats on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Carl Nassi, that was his name. Nassif Nassif. All right, last one. Sud dudes and dudes, much respect to those present on the potty cast. My boys showed me the potty and I've loved it ever since. Brings much stoke and light into my life that I can share with others. I love y'all's advice and assistance to us listeners. Story time with a question at the end. I'm going to school in Utah and met a girl that I vibed super hard with and took her on a date. We went bowling and was super flirty. And like it started with high fives as we would take turns bowling, but then transitioned into prolonged hand holding as we passed. Then we chilled in the hot tub and talked till the late night. She then texted me later that night and said she wanted to tell me she has a boyfriend that was on a missionary for the Church of Latter-day Saints Mormons and that she was waiting for him. A couple weeks went by and she asked me to hot tub again. And so I did with some more friends. Since then we have gone on more dates, hung out a lot and even smooched. Last weekend, we went on a trip to Moab. We used to not know where Moab was. I want to go now. Do you know where Moab is? Where is that? It sounds like a Mammoth, California, or somewhere up there. So it's in Utah. Oh, Utah. You know oh, those, I'm tripping. You know, That's right. You know those uh, rock structures? That, like people rock climb on? Sort of like, uh, they look like spires. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I ain't seen that. Uh, you seen Mission Impossible 2? Yeah. You know when Tom Cruise is rock climbing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah. Moab. Wow. So they smooched. Last weekend we went on a trip to Moab with a bunch of friends and things were great. Even the boys like like her because she's down to send anything. It's super confusing because she's, she's also... She's down to send anything. Mm -hmm. I want to send anything, man. I think like if they're like, hey, we're all going to jump off this like rock formation into a, into a lake. Instead of being like, oh, I don't know if that's safe. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. It's super confusing because she's also supposed to leave on a mission in like two months, but she threw out the big L word and I'm pretty sure it's mutual. It sucks all the big things are there for me and also the small things. What should I do? Keep pursuing or should I back off? Love what y'all do. Chad, gotta say those rhomboids are looking scrumpty dillyumptious. Dude, thank you. Hmm. I say, if she truly love you and you know that and she trying to impress you, not your bros, and you love her too, this shit, stay down with her, man. Stay locked in. Be there with her when she get off the mission. She's going to be gone a while. What's a long time? I think it's like a year or two. Is she really? 
Yeah, I think those do bitches are here too. People be in relationships in prison and they get out after a decade and still be in love. So that's beautiful. A year or two ain't nothing, man. So if y'all really love each other, y'all can hold it down. Dude, I love that romantic outlook on it. Yeah, because it does sound like she said she loved him. Yeah, a year yeah. or two ain't nothing, dude. If you really love somebody, you'll wait forever for them. And that's yeah. a beautiful sacrifice. At the end of it, even if it doesn't work out, he committed to something full heartedly. Yeah, for sure. You know, and he's supporting her while she's in the mission. I like that. What about this other dude? Yeah, I'm confused about the other dude. Is the other dude the other dude's on the mission? The other dude's on his own yeah, mission. You're on a mission, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mission to this girl tick. His name Joe. I lost. I, I lost about the other dude. I thought she was just. You know, the other dude part was crazy. What other dude? She's got another dude, but he's on a mission. But he's coming back. Is she going? Oh, she got another dude. Yeah. Is she telling this dude she love him? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She ain't the one. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> she, ain't the, she ain't the one, bro. My bad. You just a temporary jump off, bro. Damn. She got you on standby. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, she in town? Oh, wait, she in town with him? Yeah, so the other guy's gone. So you think she's using this new guy as just kind of a substitute? While oh, yeah, gone? bro. She got you... Off the bench for a little bit. You getting your little time in right now. That's crazy. But you think he's on a ten day contract? I missed the whole that. part where you said she had another dude. <laughs> she got another dude. She did again. Yeah. He on a mission? Yeah. He's <laughs> he, he, he the one on the mission. Oh, wow. I hope you're on a on a mission to get another girl. <laughs> crazy. Jody done got yours. <laughs> And go. <laughs> she then texted me later that night that she wanted to tell me that she had a boyfriend that was on a missionary and that she was waiting on him. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks went by and she asked me to hot tub again. Oh, yeah, right there. Damn, yeah. You a jump off, bro. You got to let her go, man. He going to be coming back for that twat. <laughs> he going to be coming back for that, bro. He need his. He need his, bro. She lying to him too, shit. Yeah, she probably lying. Oh, oh yeah. I'm in a hot tub by myself. Mm-mm-mm. She's not. She's not. And she told this dude she loves him. That's crazy. It's crazy. She's being a little greedy. Yeah, she want her cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world is crazy though. But sometimes you just gotta accept it. You know, sometimes crazy works out. Mm-hmm. Do you think poly relationships can work? Yeah. Nice. I think anything can work if you put the right amount of energy and time into it and have the right amount of uh, understanding. I think anything can work. It's called an agreement, arrangement. Right. You know, you got to think about it. There's so many, like, guys out there, women out there that's just, like, setting down the rules in their household. Like, yo, this is how it's going. This is what I'm doing. This is what you're doing. If you love me, you love me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can self-determine what the parameters or something are, regardless of what like society says. Yeah, dude. People creating their own destiny, dude. People doing whatever the fuck they want these days. Like, there's probably somebody right now got ten wives and they living in the house together right now in, in America. Shit, you gonna go to jail if you live in America? Shit, you know, ten wives out here? Oh yeah, you can't. Hell no. But they got an agreement. What if they had an agreement? 
It's America. You only have one wife in America. You can't have no ten wives. Well, I'm just saying. What if you want to be? It's America. You go over, overseas and have. What if you just want to be laid up with ten people? It's America, bro. You can't have no ten wives. I should be allowed to do whatever if if, if, if everyone's happy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Somebody, somebody probably got ten. Everyone knows all the info. Ten women right now in Utah. Damn. They allow that in Utah, right? She's trying. Nah. To, this girl's trying I mean, to flip the paradigm. The state do, but still, that's like you know they let you smoke weed out here, but if the feds come get you, you're going to jail. Uh, the state ain't tripping, but the feds, this is the same shit. If the feds want to trip on Utah, you're going to go to jail. Really? Right. Yeah. Damn. Locally, you're protected, but if it expands. Interesting. <laughs> that is true, though. But this girl's trying to flip it. She's trying to say, I'm going to be the one with 10 husbands. Yeah, she doing her thing. Right. She's going to have to listen to a lot of fantasy football talk. Oh, she's, she's the one. wore out after 10 husbands. Yeah, they're all in line. Just wow. For their yeah, career. like take a number. I'll be number seven, huh? No, I don't. That's, that's seven spots. That's, yeah, that's that don't sound spot. like a good deal. Yeah, man, I ain't no <laughs> that, don't sound like, that don't sound like a good That's a Brady deal. The 199th pick. And then, so, uh, I, might, I might make it to starter, but who knows? I'm going to be on the bench for a long time. Not a lot of organizational confidence. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. that deal. That's funny. That's funny. Well, Gator, that was all our questions. Dude, it was so fun talking to you. Yeah, man, thanks for coming. That was cool, bro. That shit was real, fun. too. Yeah. Big kicking it. Dude, it was fun, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, JT Thank and you, Chad. Chad and JT. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I can't oh. wait to see how it come out. Yeah, and uh, show, your show's coming up. Where can people find that? All the, oh, yeah. Where can they go okay. to find Here it? Here we go. Yeah, March 31st. I need y'all to come out, man. Support sure. me. I got a concert. LA, Venice area. It's at the Venice West. So make sure you tap in. Go to my Instagram. Sure. The link is in the bio. And I got more shows. I got more projects, more movies, more everything, man. Let's go, GD. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. Hell yeah, man. That was fun. That shit was dope. Yeah, we talked about a lot of shit. Yeah, we did. We covered a ton of shit. Yeah, dude, appreciate you going there, man. Chad, you want to kick it off? Yeah. Who's your beef of the week? My beef of the week is uh, In-N-Out haters. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Uh, They've been fucking with you? Not with me directly. In the comments. And you know it's not just it's not just the post I put up. It's the they on all things comedy. Literally every comment was like iconic. Nah, everything except the burgers. I was like, and they're like, you just think that because you're from the West Coast. And I'm like, you know what? No one says that about White Castle. Okay, so you know I don't know where these in and out haters come from. I I don't think it's I don't think you've actually tasted the burgers. I, I don't think you've actually taking the time to put the proper order in. You know, you just get the fries. You get the fries well done, okay? And if you're not enjoying the fries, get them animal style. If you're not enjoying the burgers, maybe try protein style. Maybe try three patties. Maybe try a grilled cheese. Um, I don't think... I think this is a situation where they want to hate In-N-Out. They're not giving it a fair shot because In-N-Out is so loved and respected that they are just going to... You know, it's... In-N-Out is so top-notch and so premier in terms of their food, their aesthetic, their ambiance. Everything about them is amazing, and people don't like that. You know, it's like the Tom Brady of burgers. Haters are going to come, and they're going to—they're trying to take In-N-Out down. And you know what? I won't let you, okay? Because it's a perfect burger. The fries are incredible. The shakes are delicious. And if you 
disagree, then you're wrong. You're wrong. Those are facts. Boom, dude. For people to be so kind of acrimonious about a hamburger, Mm -hmm. like that's misplaced energy. Yeah. Like you don't deserve that. In and out doesn't deserve that. Mm -mm. No hamburger deserves that. No. And two, you know, a lot of people are like, Chick-fil-A is better. I'm like, they're different. It's chicken. It's chicken. Yeah. They're in different categories. And dude, I got to believe everybody in their heart of hearts knows that a hamburger is better than a chicken sandwich. Thank you so much for saying that. I mean it, bro. It's so true. Chicken sandwiches are great when you've had too many hamburgers. Preach. Dude, my beef of the week is this dude, Shake, from Love is Blind. Love is Blind, which I'm on record as saying is the greatest show since The Sopranos. You see real human psychology on there. You get to see it play out. It's all the different... There's like, you know, six relationship dynamics. They're all on Love is Blind. But one dude in particular, Shake, never gave his lady a fair shake. He meets her. You know, they reveal for the first time what the other one looks like. He's super into it. And, uh, you know, he's Indian. It's the first Indian girl he's dating. He's used to dating, like, white girls, I guess. And that's kind of a sticking point for him. But he looks really attracted to her when he meets her. And then... Was this my beef last week? I can't remember. Bro, Shake has got me fired up. And I like Shake. I think he's probably a good dude. But he just... He starts trashing her looks all the time. And he never even tries to have sex with her and says that they're having sexual problems. And I'm like... And I think it's because he's insecure about being bad at sex on TV. And I'm like, yeah, but she would have covered for you, dude. Like, Shake, just... And this is what he did. They get to the... Spoilers. They get to the wedding. She turns him down at the altar. And then he goes, it's all good, dude. Party time. This is a celebration. I'm not sad. He's like, I'm glad she said it because I was going to say it. And then he goes to the camera and he's like, it's all good. I got a uh, reservation at Nobu tomorrow. Which, you know, that sounds amazing, but there was a better way to say it. Like, he could have just been like, I'm hurt. I really loved her. I wanted it to work out. I did have my own apprehensions, and I'm going to process those. And, you know, I still have stuff I'm looking forward to. Just a little more tasteful. Mm-hmm. But he was no, he, he was very not tasteful about everything. And part of me likes that, because I'm like, you're being pretty rude on TV, knowing people are going to watch this. That's bold but too bold should have been a bit more tempered i love it shake check yourself man and then you're good dude chad who's your babe of the week my babe of the week is the dr dre halftime show nice i can't stop watching it's so good it's amazing dude every part of it is incredible and i've never i've never uh, I can't recall another halftime show that I've watched this many times over. Um, definitely not Adam Levine. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Dude, Chipotle bag Levine. That was an abomination. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible, and it just brings me back to childhood. You know, when Into Club came out, I was, you know, fifth, sixth grade. Best time, and uh. Snoop of the, I think Snoop's the best part of the whole show. Incredible. The the his style, 
his laid back style. You just want to you want to be that guy. He's just so cool, so effortless. And uh, yeah, just if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you have. But if you haven't, YouTube it right now because you're gonna be blown away. Yeah. Oh yeah. My baby of the week is uh, watching soccer games at bars. Dude, I was doing it because people told me, because it was like for a job, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's a fun job. I was stoked on it. But I didn't think it'd be that exciting because I think soccer is kind of boring. Dude, the people were amazing. Yeah. So fun. I got totally invested. And my specific babe... It's not even soccer related. It was just the line was long to get into the bathroom. And it was one of those single occupant ones where, you know, it's got a lock on it, but it had a toilet, a urinal and a sink. Mm. So we're in line, me and my bro Strider and this dude. And we're like, this line's long, but now we're at the front. And we're like, how can we help these people out behind us? And we're like, we could all go in there together with trust, pull our dicks out and use the three different uh, fluid draining devices that are in there. So we all bomb in, me and my brother, because we're bros, we take the toilet, we go swords on it. Strider takes the urinal. This fucking soldier who is in line with us, this guy who didn't know us, decided to trust us, goes in there and pisses in the sink. Nice. And I noticed some people that say that's gross. It is. But it needed to happen so everybody could get back out there and watch the game. And when we came out of the bathroom, people knew what we did. And someone in the line said, legends. Because he knew what we did. That's epic. So my babe of the week is that rando dude who peed in the sink. I let him borrow my stool for 20 minutes in the second half. That's tight. And then I asked him for it back because I felt a little punked, which was totally overstimulated on my half, my behalf. And then he said, hey, bro, thanks for letting me borrow the stool. I freaking love that. That's tight. Chad, who's your legend of the week? Uh, my legend of the week is Danny Babona. Dude. But bones. Uh, so I went to UCI baseball game last weekend. Tried to say what up to Babona. He big leagued me big time. No, <laughs> no, I. Uh, he, he was calling. He was calling the pitches, and uh, I, I tried to say hi at the inopportune time. But he's a legend, and it was cool watching him like in his element, you know. And UCI baseball, dude, they were a fun game. They're they're crushing. Good team, good squad. Lots of good young bucks. Danny Babona just calling the game, being a legend. And it was cool to see him in his element just doing the damn thing. Let's go, dude. Beautiful field, beautiful campus, right next to Newport Beach. Young buckaroos who swing and throw. What else do you need to hear? Go to UCI Baseball and get coached by Danny Babona. They should call it UC Newport Beach because it's right there. Um, Dude, that's awesome. That fired me up. Uh, My legend of the week... Had to happen. I blew it last week. I said Sean Penn was the legend of the week. I hadn't done enough research, and it was a little earlier in the situation, but it's Zelensky. What a man, dude. Mm -hmm. He's just totally opened up my brain to what's possible as a human being. Yeah, I'm like, I could be so much better. I mean, I'm not going to be Zelensky, but I could. I can aspire to be a man like Zelensky, and I'm like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, He's just stepping up and giving us all someone we can root for. And I, I desperately needed that. I didn't know how much I needed that. Yeah. Even if it is, you know, ginned up and it's our own version of kind of, you know, unilateral storytelling. I'm on board. I needed it. It's getting me feeling good 
about what humans can do. And I that, that's always a good thing. So keep doing you, Zelensky. Crushing on Dancing with the Stars. Hell yeah. Chad, what's your quote of the week? Uh, my quote of the week was inspired by Gaeta. Talking about, you know, your path and stuff and, and you know, praying and staying focused on your dreams. And it comes from Michael Singer, who we brought up in the pod. Come from a space of peace and you'll find that you can deal with anything. Nice. Check out that author, Michael Singer. He's a beast. My quote of the week is from Strider. No, it's from Robbie coming by way of Strider. I guess Robbie's been saying this lately. It's an all-time line. It's from the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Incredible movie. Sam Shepard's in it. Incredible man. And he's talking to Casey Affleck's character who's got you know big ambitions as to the kind of person he's going to be. And I think he's getting a little over his skis. So Sam Shepard's character says, you don't have the ingredients, son. It's huge. Right-sized. Chad, what's your phrase of the week for getting after it? You going to cream my coffee? No, no, let me, not in the form of question. Let's cream the coffee. And that's not sexual. That almost made it sexual. Thanks. My phrase of the week for getting after it is... Um, Buckaroo Banzai. That's from the heart. That's tight. Well. That was a good sesh. That was fun, dude. Yeah. What a day. Yeah, it's a good one. All around good one. Thanks for joining us. Guys, we have a, we had a new engineer today. New producer. You want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, Sam. Uh, you know, just reached out to these guys, love the podcast, and you, now I'm on, like, helping out. Thanks, Legend. You helped out huge, dude. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, you crushed thanks. it. Your vibe was perfect over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's highly facilitatory. Yeah, I didn't want to just keep on, like, jumping in and, like, saying things because, like, you know, like, I'm newer here and, like, I don't want to throw out the vibe because it's your guy's show. Thanks, man. Yeah. You're a beast. Thanks, man. What's that I'm hearing? What's that I'm feeling? What's that I'm about to say? I think we have another legend of the week in the building. What? Sam, it's going to you, brother. Oh, dude. I, I'm honored. I'm honored. Hell yeah. Let's go, <laughs> dude. We should get a belt for you. Yeah. Yeah, I could do a belt. Nice. All right. Later, Stokers. Oh, dudes. Keep writing reviews for us. Those help us out a ton. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com. Slash Chad Goes Deep or Going Deep with Chad JT. Can't remember. They uh, can find it. Yeah. yeah. For bonus episodes, they're fun. They've been really fun. Yeah, I think our Patreon episodes are ripping, dudes. They're reminiscent of uh, the early days. It's early days, dude. We're throwing it back. Yeah. They're weird and odd and true. Dang. All right, late. Later, guys. These guys and me.